Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And you're back on the bluff. With Studio 771 Uncensored, it's your boy, it's your neighborhood Rastaman, it's Nat TV, it's Charles Barjon, and... With them, you brought the brand and I already got a big paddle like that, but you know how that goes. How's everybody doing today? Good? I'm hoping that's... Oh yeah, we got Nardu. Hey. I don't know if he wants to talk, but we got Nardu too. He's eating right now, so he can't introduce himself, but... We are gang in here today, What's yo. up? You know, it's your represent Peru and Colombia here. You, um, <laughs> munching in the background. Don't worry about me too much. Because we all about cultural diversity in this piece. You already know how that goes. So what are we talking about? So, right now, first of all, I think we would be remiss if we didn't talk a little bit about the climate strike we went on this past Friday. Shall yes. Yes, man. Gunshots. Three gunshots in the air for the Trinity. Yeah, man. So we went um we so we participated in the climate strike on September twentieth. Mm-hmm. It was a worldwide climate strike, um, nationwide climate strike. Pretty much, you know, corporate greed has got to go. Um, when the air we breathe under attack, what do we do? We stand up, we fight back. So pretty much we're protesting climate change, we're protesting companies like Exxon, BP Mobile, and we're protesting crooked politicians. And that's where the climate strike was. Um, We went to Government Street, Mm -hmm. and we walked all up and down that thing. We got people honking at us, you know, good and bad honks, but you know... God blessed us, and we're still here. You already so, know how that goes. But how, think, what was your experience with it? To be honest with you, I think that most of the actual like feedback we got from the people who, who were around was mostly positive. Either they oh, really most definitely. If they really didn't say anything, then it was like you know claps or like horn blows. Like it was really nice. Yeah, know, actually, one one I think what was her name, Elisa or something. I want to say something. But one yeah, one uh, random ladies came and joined us and marched with us the rest of the way. So big up to you, lady, <laughs> Elisa. Let's get a no, round of applause for Elisa. She's, she's wonderful. Thank you, Elisa. You were actually halfway down government and was turning back around to march back, not march, you know, head back toward, you know, um, our starting point at the, at the um, Albertsons. I was marching. I was playing music in the way back, too, because I was. lost my voice, so I couldn't <laughs> scream anymore. So I started playing some revolutionary music. I started playing Get Up, Stand Up. My Bob Marley, dang, Nardi, making a whole song of us back there. I started playing Get Up, Stand Up by Bob Marley. Then I played uh, What's Going On by Marvin Gaye. Then oh. I played They Don't Care About Us by Michael Jackson. And then, I, then I played A Change Don't Come by Sam Cooke. Can't be the same. And that's when we got back to the Albertsons parking lot on Government Street. But when, or, but like when old girl had actually met up with us, we was just actually heading that way. Yep. And so like my whole thought was, well, it's nice to have the support. Yeah, but it, it was also like kind of like weird to actually see like firsthand like someone actually hey, as like, though, hey. come on yeah that's true because she was across the street yeah like and she, she was like the street and was like yeah she's like can I can I join you guys and she legit waited for traffic to stop and she bolted across with a quickness and she started to march with us and you know it's beautiful to see and I had like gave her like a little poster and she was going along with the chance yeah because we had one extra poster because somebody dropped out at the last second so we had an extra poster and she took it and she did that thing so <laughs> big up. 
big up to you. I think her name was Elisa or Elsa mm-hmm. or something. But let's move on to this topic about. I want to talk about this. Um, Cleo, these Cleo, no, I don't want to talk about Cleo right now. You're not worth my time, right, Cleo. I'm coming for you though. But I want to talk about these greatest diss tracks of all time because before we start recording, I was rapping no Vaseline because you know Ice Cube's Ice Cube's that guy. But I want to I want to hear Overrated. what do you think? I want to hear what you think. Your um, that's childish, son. Come on now. <laughs> I want to hear what your favorite uh, diss track is. Mine personally, personally, I think that. Hit Sorry, em up. don't. I'm eating French fries, y'all. You heard that? Fall. I think that hit 'em up has a special place in my heart. That's everybody. Yeah. I don't know if you count control as one. The Kendrick verse. I don't know if you count that as a diss, but that's definitely up there. Um, just because of the name. It's drops. a verse. It has to be like a. It's the name drop though, and that's the only reason. You said a verse or a whole track that's a diss track. Though. It was like it was the control verse. It was a big track. It was a big. It was a big shine song with Jay Electronica, and they were both. Names he name dropped in his verse right, about right. rappers who really weren't on their stuff. So, off the strength of that, that has a spot in my list. I would also say, I would be, I'm a Drake fan, just so I can say this. Yo, pushing one for that dude's head, and um, I forgot the name of the song. Uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like his diss track, and it went hard. I ain't gonna lie. But like, alright, so let's so between know. Hit Him Up and No Vaseline. Which one do you think is better? And all right, why? Um, just for me, it's more sonically pleasing. Like it has. When you look at like a, a how a song is made, I'm always like a fan of content and what you're and what you're saying. And I feel like just on what was being said, pop kind of had a beat. But as far as just the structures of the song and actually how they sound, as far as the production and everything that went into it, to me personally. I would say to hit him up was just a better all around song as well as getting the point across that we do have. Dang, at an all around song too, not even the diss part. I don't know. I'm gonna play devil's advocate because I love hit him up too. No, Tupac is my guy. You know what I mean? But no Vaseline is up there, man. It, it was trending for three days because it's, it's definitely it's, top five. Because top three. also that to me that beef was realer than the beef between Pac and Big. To be honest, Pac and because when you really think about Pac and Big were friends, and at the end of the day. They both admit it was really more of a popularity scheme. And it wasn't really any more real beef. Well, if you're being honest about it, though. And really, the media, the music industry and government is what killed those two brothers right there. You can say that, but the fact of the matter is they still both ended up dead as a result yes, of that West Coast beef, Coast beef going on. But, like, so, but, but I'm saying, though, like the Ice Cube beef with N.W.A. was, a, was, it was real. Resolved, it was a lot realer. But it was resolved easily, though. Yeah, but that it was same decade. It was resolved. It was a, it was a lot realer than. Uh, Packing big dive for this shit. I even know I'm not real. talking about. It doesn't matter though. I'm not it talking doesn't. about. I'm not talking about that. I think it matters. I'm talking, but they didn't die because of it each didn't. other in that way. Do you know that for a fact? I'm saying that their beef, the beef between Ice Cube and NWA, was was real. It wasn't some popularity scheme. That's what I'm saying. Do you really think that? Though? I really think that. That's a fact because they even fact. people like Snoop Dogg has said recently that like Pac wasn't a gangster before he came to the West Coast. And Snoop said that he said he wanted that and Death Row gave him that. Pause. So that's what Snoop said. So Pac, Pac was in movies. If I can read the rest. they were friends, man. He, he this was a dude who was just talented who can. Where the face of a gangster and they did it. it so was Charles, a popularity scheme. If I can read the Rick, when I brought up that very same argument to you when I was talking about Pac and why he wasn't what niggas make him out to be, y'all was making an argument. Nah, because you were saying no, because you were saying those were your words. Because you were saying that Kendrick, those were my words. Because 
my words wouldn't sound like that. What I'm saying, because right. you were saying that Kendrick's a better rapper yeah. than Tupac, and I and just can't. And, and he actually lived not, it. And he actually lived and it. And that's not, that's not, that's not. Tupac nah. lived it. Uh, but you're talking about a rapper and like but the way and talk, deliver, like delivery flow. Pac still has that because he pioneered that. But I digress. Back to the point. I'm just <laughs> point is the the way and the the emotion that Ice Cube were carried in that song and like the lines he dropped. Like I can't. The song's so explicit. I can't even like say it on podcast. I can say parts of hit him up, but I can't say Not parts of no that. Vaseline. Um, right. All right, so just to give people a little bit of backstory here, it was a, it was a point. I'm not gonna quote the lyrics, but there was a point in time when that song came out, and Biggie Smalls' mom had cancer, and in that track, some words, and I'm just paraphrasing here. We not singing. We bringing drama. Yeah, mess you, you and yeah, mess you and, and your, your mama. mama. Yeah, okay. His mom is in the hospital bed dying from cancer, nigga. All right, bro. I'm just saying. Okay, people make mom jokes all day, every but day. that's not a joke. Ice Cube was talking about hanging people and burning their hair off and people getting raped and people like, I can't even say the F word on this podcast. What is your and, criteria? And all for, type of like. What's your criteria for because a good diss track? Because anything that's a good Because something that's not, talking about you. I don't need a, I don't need to diss your mama if I'm talking about you. I'm talking about yeah, you. He was talking about how y'all talking about how y'all NWA, but y'all all live in Riverside. Like, Ice Cube was talking, he went on a personal level. To be honest, okay, like, I understand what you're saying with the argument about his mama and everything, but at the end of the day, I'm talking about, like, Ice Cube kept it on the people of NWA. They didn't go like, oh, your mama, like, nah, nah. He, like, he talked about them. Well, even though I just named that one and line, he dissed the, the majority and he of the song the wasn't producer. about other people. It was about... Hey, I'm just going with the evidence you presented, man. It was about Pop having sex with Big's wife. You see, I'm a future lawyer in this thing. You say so, you know man. I mean? But point being, <laughs> when you get you. really personal, son, yeah. like, because I'm not saying that Q didn't get personal. He definitely did. But if you're talking about disrespectful things to say... You hear, like, I don't think that you're going to convince me that it just, oh, yeah, man. that, like, Cube just had some lyrical venom that just couldn't match anything. I'm, I mean, I'm I think saying. those two, I think they're equally matched, to be honest, because mm-hmm. there's no, because you can't put, I don't think you can put another diss track above No Vaseline just because of the, what it, what it meant at that moment in time. What was more important to the, like, culture at the time? Hit them up on No Vaseline, be honest. To the culture at the time? When those songs dropped, what did people care about? In different ways, though. Those are two different. Those are two because at the same time, you got two different eras, people. really, of music as well. Because Ice Cube and them came before Tupac and Biggie, so I really can't compare them in that way. If you I got mean, two, so you got two different audiences at the same time. But it was still like West Coast rap, though. Is my point with that? Not really, because because with it wasn't. no, because Tupac and Biggie's beats is more of a nationwide thing. I'm, I'm just talking about strictly. And I'm talking strictly about hit him up. Strictly hit him up. Directly. I know, but hit him up is directed towards the East Coast rapper, whereas you got NWA versus Ice Cube. That's like a homegrown. That's like just straight West so Coast. Maybe that's why I'm fighting for it so hard. Because it's homegrown. Because that's just me. If you're saying that it's that's, homegrown, that's, my side. that's the reason why it holds more depth to you than I Then I'll agree with that. But musically, but, lyrically, in my opinion, man, I don't think that's the I don't case know. Maybe you need to listen to the Vaseline again. I've heard it. I wasn't impressed. Um, you got to listen to it again. <laughs> you do. Maybe you need to read the lyrics, too. Same. As you're listening to it. Unimpressed. Um. Dang, so, so you can do better? I'm not a rapper, nigga. Brandon got the bars, y'all. 
I'm not a rapper. It's not my job. I'm just saying. I don't to know. me, I think to my Q, personal taste, Q did that. If you asked anybody what went harder than that, that would tell you. I will say Q can't rap about. now. I don't think Q. I think Q lost it. But right then, that was like his peak. You can say that. I think that one. It was a good day. Like all those songs, Chickity check yourself before you all in. I'm a fan of Q. That I'm era. not trying to slander like Q at all. Like Q, but I. Man. But I really feel like, and you are defending Pop with the same points that I made against him. I'm just saying. Hey, man, but, it's a different situation. You got to win an argument. You got to win an argument. All right. <laughs> Let's move on. Model move United on. Nations. <laughs> MUN training in this. If you say so, man. What you know let's, about that? Let's, let's talk about, speaking of fake gangsters. Y'all want a French fry listening? These French fries are good. Let's talk about Takashi. <laughs> Takashi? What about him? I don't like Takashi. So, as of today, it has been reported that at the beginning of 2020, he will be released from prison. Yeah. So... The big issue kind of, not the big issue, but the big kind of conversation going around is that because he's coming back and considering what he said and put out into the world. He's going to get beat. Not only that. He's going to get killed. I'm not trying to speak nothing bad on the dude, but you have to know the kind of situation that you put yourself in. You have to know what kind of situation that you're putting yourself and your family in because you're doing all that under the premise that, well, I have to make sure and my family says that I can take care of them. You, you don't realize the danger that you're putting the people close to you in by right, doing what you chill. did. I'm not saying the to snitch or the don't snitch. That's a really subjective like topic, depending on you and your whole thing that you got going on. But Takashi, I'm not saying I feel bad for him. He's a grown man. You have to learn to stand on what you do and say. At the same time, I, w- like, I do not envy his position at all because I feel like... That man's going to get killed. I'm not gonna say that though. I don't. I'm I don't want to see him die. I don't want to see it, but I don't want to see anybody die. But reality's reality. That's, that's not reality. So like, I mean, you can't go around. Happen? You can't go around accusing a bunch of people and expect to walk out like they're gonna just be buddy buddy with you. Nah, I don't think he's works. gonna be buddy buddy so much. I think he's trying to get himself in the spot. So if he does get out, you better steer clear of people. You better stay. According the to the reports, um, that, like the uh, FBI is gonna help him get his six nine tattoos off of him. <laughs> and put them into the witness protection program. But there's also um, small rumblings going around that he's still interested in making music when he gets home. So. I don't really care, if, to be honest. If, but you can say that. But I was if, happy when he if, got put in jail. I'm, I'm, I wouldn't want that on my, on my worst enemy. I mean, I'm not. Me personally. But. I was. I think we deserve it. No one. Where did he go? No. Um, racketeering. Racketeering. Basically, hey. illegal business practices. Oh. The way it was kind of going on was... Well, um, the, the sucks that, to suck. Broke the law. The crew <laughs> that he was affiliated with um, the 9K trade or something like that. Um, the crew that he was uh, affiliated with, his music career was funding their um, operations, whatever they were. Yeah. And basically, since his arrest and prior to that point, there was a case being built on him from there about all the stuff that people... Um, were claiming that he was a part of and doing. And once they brought him in, because his driver, who was arrested by ICE, he was <laughs> the primary informant as to what all of the illegal dealings were. Takashi didn't know that, obviously. But his driver, who was um, who was arrested by ICE earlier in that year, he ended up being the primary informant to the um, authorities regarding most of Takashi's situation. That being said... Um, the whole little premise of it to me, I feel like he's a kid. And I know niggas really don't want to hear that because 
we are like in this kind of age where no matter who or what you are, and I kind of said it and alluded to it too, you have to stand on what you want to stand on and be for what you are saying that you're for. But at the same and time, if you stand on what he's saying, you better stay in jail then. You can say that, but at the same time, I mean, you have to think about it. He's what, 22, 23? Damn. I'm just saying, people do dumb things. And I'm not saying that his stuff wasn't serious, because it was. And me personally, I hope he just stays out of Dodge whenever he gets home and just tries to live out his life however he can. Whatever he gotta do. I, I, I remember why I didn't like him, because he said the N word. That's why I didn't like him. Yeah, but. That's yeah. right. I, I remember now. I don't like you. <laughs> yeah. I really don't care what happens to him. Yeah. You do what you do, bro. I hope that dude has a strong. Um, I'm real like that. I'm not some two faced roster, you know what I mean? So, you, if I say, if I take a vow in Nyabingi that says, you know, to do this or that, I'm not going to say my, my vows to y'all. Y'all don't deserve that. But I'm going to stand on that vow. So, if you want to disrespect my people and use the N word, that's a bet. I don't care about you no more. I'll be honest with you. I so mean, he's gone. I get your point, but that I don't think, at least in his position, he's not saying that like a. Racist, I know, person. But like he's just still. Eh, I wouldn't condemn him for that shit. Um, I still do because eventually, what's gonna happen is people are gonna keep doing that, and people are gonna keep forgetting and forgetting, and then eventually, no one forget. And they then, just face the consequences. No, nah, because then eventually we're gonna it's gonna come to a point where everybody can say it, and it's gonna be no repercussions. Oh, everyone then, can say it, and there are no, and then there are no you know, like consequences. And then we're gonna end back up in the sixties again. Those who forget history are deemed to repeat it. So. You can I say that, but I don't nothing. think, but I don't think that is gonna work out. So just, I'm check just, just based on the fact that you have people saying people real like real life racists and who are sure out here do. like like saying a hard er and stuff and actually can like do doing that. their best to they can. That's my point. So we aren't in like in a spot to where it just can't happen now. I still, I'll and call like, them and out, like, and like he is the trigger for it. I I'll mean, call them out just as much as I will call him out. I'm saying we will, but it's not something that you can so, stop though. That's my point. So that's just I don't like them because of that. Straight up, and I don't like anybody who does that. You disrespect me and my people, that we're done. <laughs> you say so. But look, Straight though. up. I don't so, play no games, man. You play no games. Mess game, with a lion, you get bit. <laughs> but Real also. Deal. Lemon pill. <laughs> but either way, I hope that Takashi and his family ends up um, being all right. I hope they're straight. Um, and I hope that he can grow from the situation that he's in. That being said. There is a point in time where you do have to face the consequences of your actions, and I feel like he is doing that now. And whatever the outcome is, I feel like due to everything that happened before, not facing the consequences. He's, he's writing everybody out. Who? Takashi. You say facing the consequences. He's just writing people out. But I'm saying. Back and forth. But there's consequences and to everything, though. There's consequences to everything snitch. that you say and do, and there's consequences to that. Snitches. But everybody like a snitch. Well, yeah, and he's probably going to face the consequences for that shit. Good. Other than that, mm, so did you see the thing with Adam Sandler? With, um, Adam Sandler? Nah, what do you do now? Um, basically, it looks like he's going to be um, in this new film called the... No, it's made by the Sa- by the Safdie Brothers. It's a thriller um, taking place in New York City. And apparently, Adam Sandler is... It's coming out this year, apparently. It's kind of like a Four Brothers kind of movie, I guess. And he's playing this foreigner. And it seems like it's... Um, did you ever watch the movie Don't Miss with the Zohan? Dang. You heard, y'all heard that? It was bike Charles. We need to have our microphones back. <clears throat> Sorry. We need to have our microphones back. Because it's like... You know, everything. Yeah. That's wild. But what movie you said I saw? Same principle. Um, 
Don't mess with the zone. It was like came out in the early two thousands. But it was yeah. basically about this foreigner who came over. Um, I think he was played by Adam Sandler too. <laughs> no, I didn't see that. It was basically um about he was a terrorist or whatever, and he came over overseas to um cut hair because you know you couldn't do that over there where he was. So it was a comedy, but he came over like to cut hair and stuff, and to meet new friends and to live the life of freedom in New York City. <laughs> it was a really entertaining little thing back when I was like you know young and stuff. So my question to you is, when, what is the difference between white people humor and black people humor? I don't know, man, because I'm just a people, you know what I mean? So Okay, OJ. So I don't so know, look, I'm just a people. As, so. a, as a black person, I would say this. I think that there are very defined differences in what, like, well, culturally we Cotter find money. Hmm? Professor Cottrell hit you with that color box theory. <laughs> what do you mean a color box? I'm black. But point being, um <laughs> You like, gotta talk to Kacho. Have you took Kacho before? Nah, I'm probably not playing too. Um but the whole point with that though, I feel like I was saying something. I lost my train of thought. Dang. Or Catrell, whatever how you say it. I was saying what Charles? What? You're talking I don't know. Black black humor oh, yeah. and white humor. So between black humor and white humor, there's a very big difference between the fact that what black people can say and what white people can say. And I feel well, yeah, like this is because of like historical lines. I'm saying, I think it's all the same humor, it's just different concepts. Mm, I definitely disagree. You can't say there's a lot things. more like corny jokes and white humor in there than black humor. Like, for example, when, not, they can't joke about nothing because they're the fucking enemies in almost every situation. So. There's a lot of funny white people, so like, oh, well, yeah, the funny white people, but I'm talking about their jokes, are, they're just unseasoned because there's nothing, they don't got nothing to season. But again, there. I think it depends, like, it depends <laughs> on the purpose and like. And um, the audience that they're talking like jokes culturally to. wise, you know what yeah. I mean? Like they don't got no, they can't season it with culture. I mean, well, their own culture, which is what it is, whatever. Yeah, it is. their culture is just society. So, but I'm saying at the end of the day, it's kind of like, but it their is jokes, though. like their jokes have to be corny because that's pretty much what a corny joke is—a basic joke. And if their culture is basically society, then that means their jokes are just going to always be basic. That's probably why black jokes are like. Jokes coming from the minority community tend to be funnier just because we have flavor in that way. Mm. We got to survive it within their own joke. I would agree to a point. Their joke is my reality. But <laughs> I think that as far as, I like, I agree to a point, but I think as far as just telling jokes go, it's not really so much as a punchline. It's more along the lines of being able to relate to, to who you're talking to, which is why a lot of white comedians like Bill Burr and the likes, they have, like, really big and vast audiences who really care what they have to say. Not because it's funny, per se, but because as someone who's lived a very similar life, they can probably, re like, relate to the jokes he's trying to make. And regardless yeah. of if you think they're funny or not, you can still get the perspective and you can, like, share, like, a little chuckle knowing, all right, that's kind of happened to me, too. I can really see that happening. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the difference, that kind of cultural divide. Because with black people... The things we go through are different. So, in turn, our jokes are guaranteed to be different. So, I think that as a result of that, you have two very different but similar kind of, um, like, approaches to comedy. Because you have people like us, like our people, you have very little censoring at all, if any. Like, like you just say what comes up. And most of the time, because it's people, and I'm talking about the really best comedians, those are the people who could really kind of get a good grasp on what goes on in the culture and how the people, you know, um, of the same um, skin color, how they kind of go through life on a day-to-day -day basis. So I think when it comes to comedy, 
it's a, it's easier like it's an easier task to find funny things for people who look like you or things that you find funny than it is to try and relate to all different ethnic groups. Yeah, I can see that. Definitely. Mm, but I but at the end of the day, I guess it's really just subjective. But I also because I like a lot of white comedians, and I don't think like you have like a certain kind of branch of humor that you can find funny. But I do think if you're just talking about percentages, if you did a poll, you will find that a lot more like a lot more white people like certain comedians and certain black people like certain comedians. And most of the time, they yeah, because yeah, your community, color. yeah. Right. But I'm not even big into comedy like that to where I can even talk about it because I don't really know white co- comedians like that. Can't really, watch, really can't really watch comedy like that. I would really suggest it. Like it's it's a nice little de stressor. Like these guys really are funny. Like, it's this guy named um, Michael Shea, I think. He was on Saturday Saturday Night Live for like a long time. So even that, because I don't watch TV either. So I, I just like listen to music. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't. I don't know. I don't like watching things. <laughs> you don't like watching things. No, nah, man. It's like make music, listen to music, write some poetry, read some poetry. Read a book, write a book. That's what I do. I, for one, spend a lot of my time on YouTube. And when I tell you that these comedians and their specials, there are some very, like, off of the radar comedians who I think are really underrated, including the likes of Michael Shea. And I wouldn't count Bill Burr. He, Bill Burr has been a staple in white comedy for a minute. I'm saying white comedy. I'm, I'm, I've heard of him before. I'm really chosen. But he's been a pillar in comedy for a minute. And I feel like people like him, they're going to be a dying breed really soon. Because you can't say the things that the really great comedians say and stand the test of time in 2019. I don't think you can. You can. You just got to stand on what you say. You can say that, but it's hard. You like, got to be like Dave Chappelle. You got to make your brand about that. I mean, that, but that but at the, the same time, the, it's like the environment for you to even do that doesn't exist anymore. So you're right in that way. You could definitely make that. That's argument. why you won't see another Prince or another Michael Jackson, just because the culture, I mean, not culture, the environment isn't the same. Won't happen. You won't have a parent that's able to, you know, force their kids to practice all day and beat them and then, you know, this and that or, 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 anymore. It's mm. not it's not as possible as it was I, back then. I just you have with like because you got things like child protective services and then kids have to go to school this amount of time nowadays. I think that is up. You know, you can't I, I think have, that is upbringing is very easy to kind of duplicate just because you can't. Nah, bro, so how? It's, there's there's no way as far as another as environment will happen definitely. to where to have another Michael Jackson. Of course it is. It's really Charles. Not. You're being very. It's really not. Depending. How? It's really not. Everything possible. as you just named. If you really every day if you in look at Michael Jackson's childhood, mm-hmm. you think about everything he had to go through. Kids go through a that is days. not. Po- you you will not you will not have a five year old performing in a club anymore in 2019. I am, a five year old will not. There is no way they will allow that in 2019 for a five year old to, to perform in a club. It wasn't really and then, then have those hookers and those strippers gassing on that five year old. There's no way because there's too many protections nowadays. Not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying there's it's so many protections now nowadays in 2019. So you're gonna it, have child protective service up your ass. You're gonna have school up your ass. You're gonna so, have these people with smartphones recording up your ass. That's the thing. That's the only it's thing. Different that, thing. That's the as far as like. The schoolwork and the abuse of parents, I feel like, and I, I don't mean like, because I'm not sure what went on in their household, I'm not going to accuse anything of anything, but, you know, as far as what's been reported on, there's been a lot of things that happened in the Jackson household back when they were younger and stuff that went on, 
And I don't think that it's just something that can't happen anymore. I mean, it can't happen, bro. son. It can. It's not like it's just the probability of that happening. It's just it's not gonna happen. There are like seven billion gonna, people. Like you're not gonna have like in 2019, people can't afford to have like a, a seven people household in a small house in Gary, Indiana anymore. It's not even. You'll be lucky if you can afford to have two kids in this t- today's world. My with inflation and things. My auntie had nine kids in the in a two bedroom house. I'm talking about now, room. though. Now, son, I'm telling you I'm now. Talking about like if they were to start now, like in mean, 2019, sir? with the world we live in now. So and then if those kids. Are you had talking about talent, being brought up or making music? I'm talking like both with it, like because at the same because they were brought up with music. They didn't. Music was their like upbringing. In the but sense. I'm saying they, they, didn't, they never weren't. they didn't get brought up technically. But all right, so this is my point with that. So you were saying that the like factors that ended up creating a group like the Jackson Five, as far as the upbringing and the musical Jack- roots, just the, the person Michael. I'm talking about Michael Jackson in general. But I'm just saying, it's that person. They're like the the, press, saying, the societal pressures. None of that exists anymore. You it doesn't. No, it does because Michael. No, it dude, definitely does. No, Michael. How? You have to understand. It's so. Oh my God! Like. He had to come up. Not he was. Oh my god! A, a little black boy from the ghetto. Yeah. Making it through all the societal pressures, he had to make it through to become him. Uh huh. Like having to be the first black person on certain like on MTV, opening doors in that way, having to deal with vitiligo but keeping it concealed, having the world on you like that. You'll, there'll never be another person. I disagree. That famous. So and do all of that. It's no way because it's just not. It's not possible. So I feel like certain things would argument. have to happen. You'd have to. You'd have to be threatened to be killed at shows growing up when you're 12 years old. That happens. Getting beat in gas. You ever heard that story? You almost got beat, and killed in a gas station. Have you Have you watched the news like, lately? That happens. <laughs> that happens. But no, dude. Yes. Not, I think you're missing my point because they're like the. It's just not possible. I don't think I don't know how to word it. I will say it like this. There's a certain like, way to word it, but he can't do it right now. But there's just, I feel like there are, I feel like possible. there are households in America, not even in America. Yeah, in the, yeah. There's rough in households the, in the world are getting, today. Kids who, are getting beat and who, shit. But but I'm saying who, but it's who not, it's not the kids. same though. It's not the same because of how you might personally feel about Michael. But I think as far as the circumstances, even take that away. Even if I wasn't a Michael Jackson fan, let's say Jermaine Jackson. Let's move to somebody I really don't care about. Even somebody as talented as Jermaine. Like or Janet, for example, mm-hmm. that that doesn't happen anymore. It does. It, it can't. Like people, like say people who are alive today, like people like Diana Ross and Lionel Richie's, these these legends, Stevie Wonders. You're mm-hmm. not. We're not gonna have. Well, if some of those people, but I'm saying some of these people, you're not gonna see the likes of them again. People like Beyonce, you're not gonna see them again because at that certain that time period, the societal pressures and whatever she had to go through existed then. So you don't think that there are... It's not going to be another person as popular. I think... Nah. So, wait. All right, like, all right, all right, Beyonce, all right, so, Prince, so, Michael Jackson, Wendy Houston. So, that's as like, so, big as you can get. So, that's your argument, that there's not going to be anyone more popular. If you're or, saying that... Or as talented, too. I disagree I with that. Think, I don't think it's possible, because you... Chris Brown is still alive. He's not, he's not as talented as Michael not, Jackson. Not at all. Because Michael, ja- Michael Jackson had to perfect his craft. There's a difference. You Chris Brown like this, but there was a video crap? circulating on Twitter, a video circulating on Twitter comparing the, how both of them dance, and the people are like, "This is why Chris can dance better." No, it, all it showed, it showed the passion in Michael. It showed 
how he had to perfect it. Chris was just throwing himself around on stage. There's I a feel difference, like that's very man. There really um, is a difference. There's it's a not difference how you view them. Fact. It no, I mean, look. Because all right, so the, the, your fact. No, man. The what, world, what? the Tell world me, that bro. existed in 1958 was different. Yeah. To the world that exists now, or to where when Chris was coming up, doesn't exist to where you can produce a talent of that liking anymore. See, that's where we disagree. That's why. That's why all the good think... singers like Sam Cooke, Michael Jackson, and all these Bill Withers, these people, the talent is what they had to go through was different. But the talent is independent variable. Anybody can get famous today. But I'm Anybody saying, talent is everywhere, though. Be called a legend. Out of nowhere, so but some people is, can't. So what you're saying is there's a specific formula in today's or in old-time society that would make an artist? I'm saying the pressures, though. Like, being like... Say you're a, like you won't find like this is my argument that you can't like Michael Jackson was like five years old performing in clubs. Mm-hmm. You like now you got child protective services. You got people with iPhones recording everything. Sure, they'll they'll stop that from happening. That wouldn't happen. So, but that's one thing. So you won't. I that one thing can stop all of that though. So because the moment they, they see a no kid clubs? performing like that, they're not gonna let that kid perform anymore. Or practice. They're going to let them practice perform anymore? Gonna, who are they? Because they're child protective services, social workers. So you're, you wait, know how wait, pause. Works? So it just won't happen. You won't have another so Joe Jackson were, beating so, their kids, obviously. So I'm saying that can happen. But what mean, I'm saying bro? is with like, so you're saying the child protective services are going to come in like you can't do music anymore. because if you No, they're going to take that child away from the family. That doesn't take away the talent, though. I don't think they would take the child. But even then, but my point, the point is, is that in today's society, there's so much more eyes on people to where you can't even have a child be raised up in that way anymore. You can't have a child being beat like that and then like forcing them up all night and then there's too many people with phones recording things. Kids can report things so easily now if they wanted to. They don't I think you you underestimate people and people do this every day. I don't think think an environment will exist again to have a prince or a Michael Jackson or James Brown or in come up. If you're talking about in the world, in society as a whole, or even at Elvis, not even black people, you think I'm being biased, even Elvis. right in the sense of like, there will never be a a Michael Jackson or Samuel, but... Just him. But... Not just him. There, even like a Sammy Davis There won't, there won't ever come be back. anybody as big or even bigger in like a different genre, you know? So like, I mean, I'm talking about like the actual... I'm saying like to where they have to... Like the world. Like the world is just different in that way. To where someone can like the... To be called a legend is different. Yeah. I'm not just saying that because I'm being biased, but it's more so that the societal pressures don't exist anymore. You don't have... Racial discrimination in that same nature. Yeah, we have it now, but let's be real; it's not as bad as it was back then. So, okay, if it. your argument that like like so, people got threatened, like their lives threatened, just so to perform places. Sammy's da- Sammy Davis Jr. got his wrist broken. Okay, just from so at a club. I hear you. Just so he had a nice watch on. So I hear you. So, is your argument that they're not going to be those factors in their childhood to make that kind of star, or is your argument that no one's that ever going to be that big? Because both. But I'm saying those are all the different conversations because my only thing I'm saying is if you're talking about talent, there's going to be people who are going to have who are alive who have more talent than them. I can say that. You can say that, but, but so I'm that isn't, I wouldn't say so though because they can but they I'm can saying, have vocal, but see talent though. That's what I'm saying. That's a whole have, different podcast there, because there are seven be million people. Because you look though. at the person who Michael Jackson was, and I will get biased with this part now. You really got to. It's more than just a vocal ability. It's all. It's the. It's 
having vocal ability whilst being able to dance on stage whilst doing all these other things at the same time. People don't even do that anymore. Chris Brown does it. People lip sync nowadays. Chris Brown doesn't lip sync. He doesn't. He does lip sync. Does he not? And he doesn't. He, it's not the same though. Because, and then because and also and then that same person going to like hospitals and doing all these. It's just different. Like you won't have that same person being raised up as a strict Jehovah's Witness and then doing all the. It's, it's just not the same. But. See, and the talent that's the only thing that, that's the only thing that I disagree that with. That's the only thing that I, that's the only thing that I disagree with. That's the only thing that I disagree with. His you dad are, walk in the room and he throw up. You are like under, a whole different. You are level. under the assumption that people don't don't go through those things. I'm not anymore. under that assumption because I know people go through those. things. That's my only point. But it's, there are people but with I'm talent. Who, there are people with talent uh, who go through that, man. That's, that's my only point. But not they're not really talented. To the way to the way they have the whole childhood robbed and the way they have a mental issue where they have to be around. Like people are really messed up. And yeah, build they his that. entire like mansion around Neverland, and like I don't think that's possible. And, and, nah, I don't put think it, I don't think a sense. childhood can be robbed in that way anymore. I don't think so. Unless you're like in a third world country, and like it's like a like a, a war situation. So I'm talking about like a, a somebody in his position. That's not gonna happen at all. I feel you. It's not. I'm just saying it, it definitely can, and I feel like you're saying it's not. You say, I'm telling you that it's, it doesn't matter. It's my personal because that's not factual though. It's really because like my nah. I don't even listen to him every day anymore. But it's not factual though. And it's like I'm just nah. saying that. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying at the time. I feel, like, very, I feel like, like you're being very strong opinionated right now. I am because so, I'm so not because like it's so just a real being, fact. It's a so point. You're being closed minded about the whole thing. Your argument. Your argument is very. How would I say it? It, it's very specific, and it's we're talking about more about the sense of like the the modern artists. Right? I'm not okay, but even with modern artists today, they still can't do that. They can. Yeah, they, they can. can. Yeah. They, can. they can. You were saying that they really can. You were saying what you're basically saying is they that really can. If they and can you you were saying in 2019, people are breaking his records now. You were saying that I'm so thriller that we can talk. People have outsold Thriller. <laughs> they haven't though. Thriller's still. If you look it up, it's still the number one most selling. You were taking the artist. They haven't out- outsold Thriller. I would I know am... they outsold Thriller. Charles, he holds <laughs> records for that. I'm just saying that if you're talking about talent and people blowing up and having circumstance, those are not factors that can only happen to someone named Michael Jackson, son. I'm not saying that because then also say you had that dude named Michael Jackson, put him in today's society. Imagine how much more popular he'd be now. With social media, he did all that without social media. He probably wouldn't have popped. He would have popped. He probably wouldn't. You saying Michael Jackson wouldn't have popped in twenty nineteen? In twenty nineteen, Michael Jackson. Wait, hold up. Have let me explain this point first. You think Michael Jackson? Let me explain have this popped. point though. So in twenty nineteen, wow. let me son hear me out. You was wild. You was wild me and shit. So look, this is my only point with that. In twenty nineteen, the music and entertainment business is oversaturated to the point to where. It is very hard to make it off of like no. SoundCloud and YouTube, son. No. You were saying that you were no. saying that because it's Michael Jackson. No, I'm, I'm not saying, because because here's the fact of the matter, though, bro. Mm-hmm. That most of these artists and the dancers and the song styles and whatever they do is all taken from him and the foundation he laid, and that's just real. When you look at how people dance now and how they dress and how music videos are made, so say he did come in 2019, the first time we see Michael Jackson, he would pop. Because he would just do what he did back then and pioneer the music. Copy James Brown? Copy James Brown. He did not copy James Brown. So those dance moves weren't James Brown? He did not copy James Brown. Wait, 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 pause. You can watch them side by side. Is that what you're saying? He took influence from him. He didn't copy James Brown. 
It doesn't make no sense. Pick, pick it how you want. That but means James Brown. So that means you're saying James Brown took from Sammy Davis Jr. Everybody takes. You definitely people. make the argument. Michael yeah. Jackson said himself, "You study the greats and become greater." And that's exactly what he my did. Only, and he made his own dance moves. My only point with saying that is See, you're that one of those people that only listen to like Bad and Thriller and be and judge Michael you Jackson off that. Son, so you gotta. You were you you bro. Just because no one has a different. Like point of view on the dude doesn't mean that we it's like don't feel the same it's way. Just most people only judge him based off thriller and then and then don't think about. I've heard a lot of Michael Jackson music. I'm just saying that so in my personal people, opinion, nah, like with music in with music in 2019, the way it's so oversaturated. Son, someone like him because just because he wasn't he there in the 80s industry. That's my what. So it's like he he pretty much pioneered most of the stuff going on right now. If he wasn't so here, someone else would have even pop. In it's 2019? Like, it's like, nah, bro. Because half the shit going on in 2019 wouldn't even be happening if he didn't do what he did. You can say that, but you have no way of knowing that for we'd a fact, be like, like, We'd be in, like, 2000s right now, era of music, and then he'd come out. It wouldn't be t- no 2019. Mm, if you think the way music progressed, he, like, pushed that. So... Drug that forward. Mm-hmm. Music videos weren't all of that. Well, yeah, but I think that's more of a product of the times than just like, changing the game. With and it. how music was sung wasn't all that. Doing your own, layering your voice to make it sound like you don't need no background vocalist. Look. And shit like that. I'm not discrediting and, anything that Michael Jackson yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. I am saying that. In fashion? He yeah. he put on, like, gloves and stuff. Yes, I'm aware. More than gloves. Yeah. Charles, look, I'm not trying to discredit Michael Jackson. I'm just saying that Michael the way Jackson you are speaking of it. Prince. <laughs> y'all, I don't know who y'all think I am. But I'll tell you right now, I ain't gonna sit here and let y'all talk about Michael like that. I'm just I'll tell you right now, right now. The way that you were wanna like, be Prince, my ass. <laughs> the way that you were talking about it, you were saying that. Yeah, I know point. I'm opinionated because I've been a fan since I was in the third grade, so I know that. Then I'm, but at the same okay. time, I'm spitting straight facts. And that's just that. You acting like he came out the womb pioneering music. Pretty man. much did. <laughs> Five years old, that's pretty damn near the womb. Bro, like... I and before like, that, he had to be at least four. Because we got to remember the history of it. See, I know the history that of it. Like, that is like... Because before like, he that's, came that's in the like band, the it was Jermaine and them. It was, he wasn't even in the original band. That's so like he had saying, to watch his brothers whilst he was growing up. That's like so saying pretty that much the argument... That's like saying if Pop was alive, then Wayne would have been working at McDonald's. That's different. No, but no, you you were basically Michael, saying if MJ was not around. No, because Pop didn't change... No, because Pop didn't change the industry the way Michael Jackson changed his industry. Apples to oranges. People didn't adapt the way Pop flowed all of a sudden. or People didn't... You got a whole generation of artists though. who legit sound just like Michael Jackson. I'm just using it as a comparison like in the sense dude. of you were saying because one person was here and did this doesn't mean that the that the art couldn't be the same without him. That's not the case. The art is going to grow and be great. With, Michael, without a certain so you're saying if Michael Jackson never existed, music today would be just as good. I'm saying that music today, would, it would be very hard to tell the differences. Nah, not even. Bro. It wouldn't be, nah. There's always be about different. to be a first. Just because even, Reagan, Michael music, Jackson, son. My, even Bob Marley says that he used to listen to Michael. Like, he got whatever, inspiration from Michael Jackson. Whatever anybody got from MJ that may have inspired their musical careers, they could have got the same thing from Prince. They could have got the same nah. thing from James Brown. But they it's, the, got the it's same how thing. he pioneered music. How did he pioneer and, differently? And the way Tell he me. arranged in musical arrangement. Have you ever produced a song before? Like, arranging music and the way you arrange music and put things in certain spaces. So, Man. you were saying... 
saying that all of this equals up. But I'm saying, bro. too much energy on some bullshit. Because I know what's true. And I know that you pioneered the music industry. As your opinion, it's, it's like it's like industry. saying it's like if you were to take James Brown out of the equation. If you mm-hmm. take James Brown out, Michael Jackson wouldn't exist. Down down goes Michael Jackson. Down goes Chris Brown. Down goes okay. all these people. I agree. Michael Jackson wouldn't dance the same if you never saw James Brown. I agree. He would be dancing more like Sammy Davis Jr. or somebody doing different things. So That's if you were to take Michael Jackson out, mm-hmm. the way Chris Brown, Beyonce, Rihanna, and all of them dance would be different. Ain't no blood clot foolishness. What are you talking about? So you can say that, but what are you talking? But no, about, look though. though. So, let me explain what I'm talking about. So you were saying that, and I, I agree so, that as far as touring and touring and performances go, that the whole dancing aspect is important. But if you're talking about the music and how the music, even changed, music, how? yeah, even music wise, if you were to take James Brown out with those big harms, but up, you wouldn't have Michael Jackson making songs with these synthesizers. He so was, grand he was a part of a culture. Man. Like it's just different. He was a if part of the culture. Frank Sinatra a piece of it. out of the equation, you wouldn't have Smooth Criminal and the way he danced in Smooth Criminal. He was an important part of the culture. Happen. He was an important part of the culture. Man, he I'm not is taking the that culture. away from He him. was the culture. I, that's an overstatement. At a point in time, he was the culture. Yeah, we, we were talking about Takashi Six Nine and his <laughs> bum ass man. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. This needs to be a podcast of its own. Bro, my blood running into things. I don't got time for this, man. Yeah, I'm trying to really don't. Man, this was this, this was seven seven one studios uncensored. We got the blood clot dim. The Brandon and Blood Clot, them Nario all up in there running up my blood pressure, them. <laughs> yeah, man. So, you know, it's your neighborhood Rastamani, my line, Natty Barge on Spotify, and I'm out. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So, I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.